0: and give and will i that? Right That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name, if you join us on the group our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of it must run on and, and it must be, be really good these are recommendations only of course uh, not complete reviews which generally will follow um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show and as always the content that awaits you ahead it may not be appropriate for Members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux Gaming on, which is. Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome to episode number 212 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you this very early uh, morning on Saturday, uh, November 17th at 7.48am uh, Pacific Coast time mm, crack engineer Ivor, coast at the most crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth sulking, don't sulk Ivor sit up straight, you're fired for not sitting up straight ah, holding up the whiskey sign, yes cheers, mmm This would, of course, oh God, make it for our sequel friends, our one true tribe, our own people, the real people, the true citizens of the world, those who follow sequel time, day format. that make it a 2018, 11, 17, 748. Mm. We have a lot of shit to get to this week. It's one of those weeks where it's like, ah, everything's gonna be fine. But no, no, everything is not fine. Nothing is fine. Everything is fucked here. Everything no, I'm just kidding. Oh god, that was good whiskey. You're still fired, Ivor. So let's get straight to our top stories. First of all, happy Thanksgiving for our American listeners. Uh by the time we next visit with you, um, it will be the Friday following Thanksgiving, meaning what is it, the 24th? Something like that. Oh, God! It's all coming out! Oh, God! Broken up and broken up in there! Oh, God! Um. We've not answered this question yet, have we? Oh, yeah, no. It'll be Friday the 23rd. Mm. But Thursday, the day prior to... Normally that precedes... Friday, generally in the Gregorian calendar, Thursday precedes <laughs> Thursday precedes Friday. Um, but who knows what type of Friday the Thursday might portend? Um, hopefully in this case it will be a very turkeyed out uh Friday for everybody. Uh, we will be on the air on Friday or Saturday sometime next weekend. So don't worry, we are not skipping it because we've learned our lesson now that it's pointless. Uh, having skipped one fucking episode ever out of four years and it was like maybe our 15th episode something like that see October 19th by the way I found out Aha! I I wrote it down somewhere that I can't find right now but uh, I think it was October 19th of oh god I wrote it down and it's on a legal path, but I did find out when our first episode ever was and no shit, October, I want to say October 19th, I can't remember what year, but it's been four years, so that'll make it 2014 not kidding, no bullshit doesn't that kind of put it in perspective for you it did for me we have a huge show For you this week. But anyway, happy Thanksgiving. Normally, what we normally all for all the previous years of the show, this episode is run up directly against Thanksgiving, which is kind of what it's done right now, now that I think about it. And we normally do a show where it's devoted to like all the things that we're thankful for in terms of Linux. We're not doing that this year. Well, we. Although like everything that we have to discuss, we're not doing that this year. Because we already had our four year anniversary episode, which everyone regarded as ranty and long and tiresome and unentertaining and no one liked it. And uh that's why they're sending the Visigoths to bathe the streets with our blood, you know, yeah. Um no, I'm just kidding. Uh everyone loved it. Well, reviews were mixed. Let's just say it. Let's put it that way. But um so just happy thanksgiving everybody. I don't know if you're in a country that has thanksgiving. Um you know fuck where the I mean okay, so I uh, uh uh well, more or less it's my my father passed away. I hate that expression. My father died. More or less uh since that happened, um my mom and I basically every Monday have been doing um, like a movie night or a TV night we watched all of Deadwood, we watched all of Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy, we watched all of the Expanse so far, cause god that's the best show ever, and we've watched literally almost 100 movies now, 74 movies mmm sometimes on Mondays sometimes on Wednesdays sometimes we don't have one that week cause I we can't get over there or whatever but this has been driving me nuts I just totally lost track of, this is what happens when I do the show sober fuck, what was I ah, god damn it ha, not only did I find my thought, I rescued it um, it was Harry Hopkins 1941 and I can't remember what he traded for it uh, hang on hang on, hang on, let's see uh, asked Roosevelt, like, I want to be the guy who... Oh, shit. Everything is all fucked up. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. We're all gonna die! No, I'm just kidding. We're not all going to die. Um, I hope not. Let's see. Mm. What? Oh, I clicked on Secretary of... Hang on. Damn it. Alright, anyway, we'll go on with the show. Happy Thanksgiving just the same. Except for you, Ivor, you have to panhandle underneath the overpass as normally scheduled um okay so man we have a huge we have so many top news stories this week god damn it let's just try to burn through them uh this week marked a new thing for us here at best next games podcast we actually ran out of space from all of the games that we and not just Linux games, but this has been specifically because of Proton, we ran out of space. We ran out of fucking space. To give you a sense of what a monumental accomplishment this in of itself was. Now we have freed up the space. Um, God damn it, we're gonna go for an hour again, aren't we, Ivor? Ivor is looking at me. He's holding up the whiskey sign. Yes, Ivor, whiskey. Mm. Mm. give you a sense of scale of of this accomplishment we run a 16 terabyte ZFS array that's not where our home drive is and basically without checking too strenuously let's see basically everything goes to our home drive which is a 4 terabyte fucking drive and which really only has our video games on it and like you know all of our fucking business logic I like you know all the yeah all the all the... Yeah that's on our home drive we ran out of space that was amazing we've since deleted I've I've culled the herd but we ran out of space that's how many fucking awesome games there are now available for playing on the Linux operating system. Special thanks go out this week to Boldy Lockers, who has helped me uh, immeasurably with uh, testing Soul Calibur 6. That's our next top story. Soul Calibur 6, as I predicted weeks ago. No longer automatically bans anyone who's trying to run it from uh, Linux via Proton. It does have networking support. It does not yet have the actual campaign. It doesn't support the actual campaign yet. And it's impossible to just jump into a game with anyone uh, via the multiplayer. Stuff you have to, at least insofar as our testing, which has not been which has been far from comprehensive, but I've played 33 hours of it. Um, maybe three hours total, uh, since these things have been fixed, it will only match make you with people that you invite who are also on Linux. That's insofar as I know, that's insofar as the limits of my testing have gone just saying beyond that though, it is fucking awesome Boldy Lockers plays from Scotland, I play in Las Vegas or no Boldy Lockers is actually in the Netherlands not that, well, he probably wouldn't, no I'm sorry for telling everyone where you live um that means it has to go across the cable the underwater cable so I'm probably being routed through Chicago to fucking the east coast and then it goes underneath the ocean and bam and so far neither one of us have experienced any significant latency issues although it does show him as being uh he has less connectivity to me but I imagine it probably shows the inverse to him that I have less connectivity to him um We've had some epic battles. You can check out the Twitch stream. Twitch.tv slash Skookiesprite. S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E for that. Also this week, notable for the fact that due to fucking Nixle Dev fucking hassling me, man. This is what happens when I'm this sober for this show. God damn. More whiskey. Nixle Dev has been hassling me oh, well, he's hassling me on this one day he wasn't hassling me, he was just you know, asking some questions impertinent questions I'm kidding of course uh, I rebooted RCR, the radio control room project uh, which, if you watch our Twitch stream, may or may not be featured heavily in future blocks in future, you know, live streams etc um, I will not bore you with all of everything about RCR, but I'm warning you now that it has returned almost, okay, so let's see fuck, god damn it it's okay, we got having Thanksgiving done we got Running Out of Space done, that is an accomplishment on a 4 terabyte drive, and right now we're running I mean, even, we're running at 182 uh, gigab- 185 gigabytes free off of a 4 terabyte hard drive. That's where our home drive- that's where our home partition is. So, yeah. Mm. All the porn is on the ZFS array. Don't worry about that, though. That, that That's fine. Mm. So you got RCR returns, we got Soul Calibur 6. We talked about that. Um, if you are hearing this, I'm not sure, well, mm, just look it up. Um, The Leonid Meteor Shower is today, well, actually, was this morning, and tomorrow morning, uh, depending on where you are geographically in the world. Um, so check that out don't miss the Leonid Meteor Shower Um, I mean it, it's pretty cool it depends on where you are and what the weather is like but there you go so I wanted to mention that specifically so our feature this week is our Grand Theft Auto 5 review and that concludes our top stories. I'm sorry, like, I am I have kind of the hiccups right now. Been feeling really shitty ever since like, the weather hit a cold snap. But anyway, I will punch them up with the, the new and noteworthy because we do have one new and noteworthy for you. I was a North American fall when we in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So, our new and noteworthy this week is a game that does not work so don't buy it in like a fit of you know blah but it does check off one of the best well I guess because it doesn't work it doesn't check it off but the fact that it's available in of itself kind uh, I just want to talk about it okay Killer 7 Killer seven k i l l e r seven which is a game that goes way back especially in terms of oh shit my coverage in the paper so a thousand years ago this was uh two thousand four let me read to you from the paper Kill Everything, Demolition by Seth Flynn Barkin Uh, ah, Children of Darkness this is, uh, by the way, the byline on this is dated uh, June 3rd to 8th or 9th, 2004 um talk about all sorts of things that I had seen at E3 that year, most disturbing demo movie, hands down this war goes to Konami's forthcoming Nano Breaker an isometric platformer that looks a lot like Castlevania Lament of Innocence, unsurprising considering that it's being developed by Koji Igarashi, the man behind the Castlevania series. Cinema begins with soldiers watching a woman holding a child, hunched in the street, moaning, jaw distended, the baby is crying. The woman looks right into the camera, vomits blood, and then splits open from within, by the gigantic, er, then split open from within by the gigantic nanorobot that is user flesh as fuel. <sharp inhale> Absolutely wonderful stuff. Most intriguing title Capcom's Killer 7. I hope to see a lot more of this game over the coming months. It looks awesome. Was that the stratosphere I saw in the demo movie? Now, Killer7, as mentioned just now, does not actually fucking run on Linux but it's closed Uh, it has some problems with the controls Uh, it just does not register or understand whether you're using a mouse or a gamepad, it just does not fucking get it but Killer7 I never thought that I would live to see the day when Killer7 would actually come to Linux. Um. It's not quite here yet. And it is 20 bucks. Uh, or Right now it's like $17.99 now through whatever. It does not matter. We have no deals this week. Killer7, for those of you who don't remember, is a demi-isometric, cell shaded uh, first-person shooter hybrid in which you take on the roles of the multiple personalities of a single hitman and you try to figure out what the fuck is going on Uh, a lot of it is well, it, it doesn't matter we'll talk more about it at a later date but it is worth noting that theoretically you can run Killer7 now on Linux. Because that's one of the games that's on my list. Um, the impossible Linux list. So now we will close out the show with our comprehensive review of, you guessed it, Grand Theft Auto Five. Here we go. Let's see if we can close this out within the hour. It'll be amazing. Face them with it, Iwar. In accordance with the laws and regulations regarding the internet within your local jurisdiction, Best Linux Games Podcast now presents you with a dose of clap. Just kidding, motherfuckers. It's review time. Alright, so. Big daunting challenge here. Our review this week is for Grand Theft Auto 5. Those of you who never... Took theory, music theory, W V. Um, this review includes both of the online and offline content. Currently, I only have logged 53 hours in Grand Theft Auto 5, according to, you know, playing it on Linux. Now, back in the day when this game came out, um, Ah, I miss the girl I was seeing back then. But, um, I I really do. Uh, I played it on the Xbox uh, One. The X-Bone. And I beat the shit out of it. And, uh, I played a bunch of the online features, too. But that was, like, the within, like, the first 3 months of its release cuz i was i wasn't writing for anybody at the time and you know so i just could play whatever the fuck i wanted if i wanted to play a video game i could pick whatever fucking game i wanted to play and i was very impressed with grand theft auto 5 i thought it was but i had conflicting i had conflicting i had conflicting i had internal confliction over grand theft auto 5 because i thought it was so pretty it had so many, um, programmatically, like, it had so many hooks in it that could be expanded or contracted or contract, you know, in comparison to the previous two games being Vice City and, uh, well, there's Ballad Gay Tony, Vice City, uh, I'm thinking off the top of my head here. Um, and, uh, Liberty City when in fact really none of those games, all of them had marked step by step in chronological order a degradation from the best game that Rockstar ever made which was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas where you played as young Carl Johnson which runs fine via Proton you can buy that on Steam right now and play that instead however, what that game lacks is any sort of meaningful online content now when I played the online mode for Grand Theft Auto uh, 5 on the Xbox 3, or uh, Xbox 1 forever ago it was a very violent, psychotic Kind of place. It puts you in a dynamic, like, you know, it's, it's, a, it, it puts you in the, in an iteration of the game map with a bunch of fucking other people. And originally there wasn't a ton of shit to do with other people other than either kill them or run cooperative missions, which you could do from your cell phone which in of itself was just spectacular so the years have gone by and you know I'll tell you what happened to my Xbox One Um, that was one of the worst systems I've ever bought luckily it happened to also be one of the systems I bought during one of like the most extraordinary discretionary income periods of my life so far hopefully there will be more to come but um, I bought I, cause I'd hit for like, oh god I want to say, well I hit for a lot of money on Kino and I went into Best Buy that morning and I bought uh, I bought a friend of mine a Wii U and I bought myself an Xbox One and I bought every single game that was available, this was like the Christmas that the Xbox One came out I bought one copy of every single game that was available so that was like three games and over the intervening, I want to say two years, I bought every game, more or less. So Most of which I didn't play. I didn't care. Because I was kind of f- fresh out of having to cover this shit. Um, it, it it sat on... It sat in my hallway, actually, for... Uh, un- unboxed on un- anything for at least two or three months. But anyway, I sold the, everything. All all the games, the entire system the adapters, all my controllers, all the batteries everything, everything that I had for the X-Bone uh, for I want to say 200 ooh, $225 and it was something like 28 games or something it was good, It's a good deal for that guy Um, God bless him Um, but the biggest thing about Grand Theft Auto V It was as regressive as the previous games in the series had been, post uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Meaning to to wit, what I'm trying to say here is, uh, there was no more they were locking down on the amount of actual untrackable playtime for the game. Because they were shifting more towards well, eventually they were shifting more towards a pay model but really what they were trying to do was do what everyone else in the game industry was doing. Rockstar was... Although they led the curve. Them and the Call of Duty people and the Modern Warfare people. They absolutely... And and uh, Bethesda in general at large and also uh, the fucking guys behind the Elder Scrolls series of games. They want to lock down the amount of time that you are actually able to enjoy the illusion of free will was fundamentally like their biggest problem because if you could enjoy the illusion of free will in perpetuity that meant you had no incentive to play the next game but even worse it meant that they would not know exactly ish when they needed to drop the next game because I basically the way it's been ever since that the second E3 that I ever covered um, it's been the entire game industry has been focused on one thing: measuring your playtime. Why are they so focused on this? And I will not go into this like I have done many other ranty times, but it's it's important. They've been focused on it for several reasons. One, the sheer amount of money that is required to go into what is now called what are now called AAA titles um, is enormous. Two, that means they only the major developers, who are all uh, what do you call it um, not subcontracted but they're all parts they're all affiliated, they're all uh, they're all companies that have been gobbled up by major media conglomerates who who do not care about video games or whatever, they care about franchises, which is what the game industry was starting to consider more important in you know, 15 years ago anyway but What this means is that they want to cut the bottom line by making not just the same game again and charging you full price for it without having to develop a new engine. It's not just that. They want to know when you're going to be done with the game. Which is, I think, the ultimate sin of the video game industry and is something that has been countered in all honesty, over the last four years especially by virtue of Steam uh, and Valve going to Linux I'm not even, I'm not I I am not prevaricating, I'm not trying to stretch any truth when I say that because at no other time in the history of gaming have so many people, so many uh game players had access to a market that delivers content digitally allows for one click install along with one click purchase it, this these last four years have been a huge game changing, literally no pun intended, uh, thing but what they really wanted to know was when are you going to be done with the game why do they want to know that because they wanted to know when, which quarter is it going to be next quarter or the quarter after next quarter following the street date of whatever latest iteration of the franchise they brought you, when will you be done with that? Will it be the following quarter or the quarter following that quarter? By the time the street date hits for whatever game it is in the franchise that you like, and this is true for for a lot of years now, over 10 years, um, not only have they already been developing not just actively not just like whiteboard developing they have all they're already 30 to 50 percent done with the next game in the series and because it doesn't use another engine that means they get to cut costs and because they know that it's going to be the same game as you just played but with different areas different geography more or less, with maybe some tweaks to the gameplay, maybe a few new weapons, and a whole lot more downloadable content packs that you have to spend your ass off to buy, then they absolutely know they've isolated the biggest problem in the game and God damn it. My phone. They've isolated the biggest problem in the game industry, in the modern game industry, the, the post-second next-generation game industry, which was how much is this going to cost? What is the risk that the game is going to fail? And all of these things conspired together. All of these market forces and factors conspired together to drive this as the new industry model. And what that meant fundamentally, and this is one of the reasons why it's been so hard for me to come out with the digital edition of Blue Wizard is that they fundamentally conspire against everything that makes great video games. In the first sense, it means that they don't want to let you have an experience of the illusion of free will. They don't want an open ended game experience. They want to know when you're going to be done. So, you know, they throw 500 playtesters at it, you know, over the course of two months. If that eliminates the risk factor, for a game that is going to either net them a billion dollars over the course of five years, or cost them a billion dollars over the course of two, you know, blah. Everything is focused, by the way, on the franchise, not on the game itself, which, of course, obviates the quality controls that would normally be there if this were an original video game. Three, this also means that it doesn't advance the actual um, from a technological perspective uh, the art of the video game the medium of the video game meaning that they're relying on uh, same engine that they used before same hardware more or less that they used before targeting the same markets that they used before nothing is moving forward there Four, and this is probably the worst thing of all, by virtue of this whole idea of like limiting the experience of unlimited free will the illusion of free will. They begin to rely, not only do, well, okay. So originally they started to just rely on shortcuts in terms of development and design. But then they realized, and this was this is Call of Duty and uh, Elder Scrolls, I hold them personally responsible for this, because they led the they were the vanguard of this. And then Rockstar, Rockstar. Started pushing it too, but because Rockstar's lead times for their games w- were so long, they were like four years. Um, to begin with, I mean, that's to begin with, begin with, but like I'm talking about, like post Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, they caught up to this design ethos because the whole uh, idea is to constrain the amount of of time that the uh, the game is fun to play this hurts the medium of the video game in a way that is just, I mean, really catastrophic. It's, it's kind of an abomination to, um, it's an affront. It's, it's, it's a repudiation of everything that had gone into the game industry prior to this revolution. And we're starting about, you know, 15, 14 years ago is when this started. And it's only been the last four years that it's started to get better again because this has been widely repudiated because democratization of the marketplace meaning that we don't all have to fucking, you know, uh if we're going to make a game in our basement with our friends or with a team of five or 10 or 15 people, we no longer have to compete with the multinational uh, conglomcos, you know, the Time Warners of the world, et cetera, et cetera, who are pumping out AAA titles with multi, 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 multi million dollar budgets right on their street date, perfectly in time for Thanksgiving and Black Monday and then the Christmas rush we no longer have to deal with those same problems which is something that that uh, the big companies uh, really use to sh- shaft the little guy which is totally understandable, this is probably the most defensible aspect of this entire approach to game development design and and publishing um, because yeah, I'm going to take any advantage I can get over anybody that I can get an advantage over um in terms of the business side of it but what that meant was they realized that it wasn't just enough to know the exact amount of time more or less before gamers got tired of a game it was they and it wasn't just that they were saving literally half of their production costs by reusing the same engine it was worse than that because then after a couple years of this after about five years of this they started to realize it's not just the same game that everyone wants, we now have inculcated like a mindless drooling mob of people who will buy any game like it's a cheeseburger, even if we charge 70 bucks up front and then throw in all the multiplayer functionality at downloadable content packs that are at you know $30 or whatever, but that's still not enough, and all of that was bad all of those were terrible things But the worst thing that they did and that really kept me from you know doing the next edition of Blue Wizard was they realized that it's not just the same they don't just want to remake the same game with different geography they need to make it stupider they want to simplify it they want to take features away and this is not because it reduces the overhead that they have to support. It does reduce, you know marginally the code base, but the, the quality of game that you get is drastically reduced if you if you apply this model to uh, game development, which is I would call it the, the franchise based um, approach to, you know development. It's not something that any individual, uh, you know, one man or you know one team, Uh, uh, shop would ever put out because they're already just trying to fucking bust their asses to get out the best game that they can Um, prior to this they had to compete though from a manufacturing, packaging and distribution perspective with the big boys on the same footing now they don't have to package, ship or print anything Now they can push their code to you know Steam and it's available to everyone, you know, at whatever price, and they get paid reliably with, you know, excellent copy protection, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Grand Theft Auto 5 was gorgeous on the Xbox One. It is just as gorgeous all these years later, five years later, six years later. it is basically just as gorgeous running on my Mint 18.3 box on Linux through Steam via Proton the game itself the actual single player campaign remains at about yeah, you know, I'd say it's upwards of 40 hours to beat everything in the main campaign um and it is impressive it is still impressive in fact it's more impressive now than it was the last time that I played it on the Xbox One which was many years ago I want to say three years ago excuse me, I still have the hiccups a little bit Mm. the fact that it's running on Linux though makes it so much more incredible and the price drop which will, which we will get to in a moment is astonishing this puts me in a fucking nutcracker no holiday pun intended of a fucking rock and a hard place because I am not really allowed to like this game and I love this game I didn't even really love this game as much as I do now as when it originally came out think about how crazy that is how few games there are in the universe that appreciate over time well apart from all of the great characters and stuff that you get to meet play as control during your glorified fetch quests and uh, you know career of larceny tragedy And uh, story-driven action, adventure, hijinks, um, carjacking, aircraft exploding, uh, wholesale slaughtering, um, experience in the single-player campaign. On top of all of that, really the reason why we're talking about this game right now is because of Grand Theft Auto Online. So let's roll back to when I first started ranting at you. When I first got the game on the Xbox 1, I played a bunch of a bunch of Grand Theft Auto 5 online. It was kind of lackluster. There wasn't there was a lot of shit to do, but it was basically just getting killed while you're on the streets doing something else trying to do something else or like you're trying to get body armor and there's someone who you're trying to deposit money into an ATM well all of that's out the window now that's all still there but now there are like over the last six years they've populated Grand Theft Auto online with so many different game modes that it is ridiculous Many of these are as accessible as your phone. Especially after you get past level 5. Because, of course, your character, which you create, for Grand Theft Auto 5 Online, personally, my guy is Dr. Aaron Vemenshider from uh, Jojo Kimon Kendall's uh, excellent pick of the movie uh, Asphalt Jungle. So, I'm a fedora wearing, I'm a stingy brim fedora wearing um, guy in a tan suit with a tan beard. I look like, I look almost exactly like Gary Oldman circa now. And I also look exactly like uh, the doc from Asphalt Jungle um, with, you know, nice tan shoes. And uh, I'm about, eh, say, 10 years older than I am now. So, about Oh god. <laughs> About 50 a little little over 50. Um and I'm a badass motherfucker, but all of my stats for this character including like his actual level, his RP, his reputation, I'm starting I was starting from scratch. I'm now level 21. So what does that mean? Well, it determines the uh the types of jobs that you can do but most importantly it determines the types of body armor equipment weapons and etc that you can buy and use after level 21 you basically have most everything you need to accomplish most missions blah so what what do i mean by most missions but it's it's really only after level 25 that you can really have everything Menos. I think after level 25 it unlocks the final level of body armor but none of that's important the reason I bring that up is there's lots of stuff to see and do an upgrade and all of the weapons there's customizable upgrades for the weapons and they all cost money and that means you need to have money what do we need? we need a lot of money where are we going to get it? I don't know but we need a lot of it so where are we going to get the money? to paraphrase Bill Maher In Grand Theft Auto Online, there are three basic ways of getting money. Look, this is a good time to take a moment to say, "May I take this occasion to say, Grand Theft Auto Five Premium Online Edition is sixty bucks right now, and it, it'll run great. You'll fucking, you'll love it. It'll it'll be fine." The reason why it's $60 is it includes You can buy the just the base game if you just want to just play the game like at home like with yourself. That's $29.99. If you have any intent of playing it online, you absolutely have to spend the extra $20. You don't absolutely have to spend the extra $20, but I would highly recommend it you spend the extra 20 dollars either after buying the base game and then you know fucking around and playing if you especially if you've never played grand theft auto 5 before go ahead beat the beat the base game and then when you start to fuck around online buy the criminal uh criminal uh enterprise starter pack which is at least another 20 dollars sometimes 30 bucks it depends i got my I got mine on sale and then eventually I bought another twenty dollar pack. Um, I got mine for I think twenty-two bucks. That gives you a million dollars in online Grand Theft Auto Money. And right now it'll give you actually one point five million dollars. You'll get a rebate of point five million, you know, five hundred thousand dollars. Um, sometime after you buy it. I already got my two million dollar rebate. Mm. Or er, yeah, I already got my one million. Er, er, it's this is, er. bottom line is this here's what you get with this criminal Enter- enterprise starter pack, which is included in the Grand Theft Auto 5 premium online edition. So 60 bucks gets you this and gets you some other stuff too. But here's the bottom line. Inflation, like in all fucking virtual worlds with controlled economies is kind of rampant now six years or however many years into the Grand Theft Auto 5 online experiment they have done a great job of providing literally more types of game modes than you can possibly imagine um, that are available at your beck and call some of them are cooperative, some of them are versus, there's all kinds of heists you can set up complex heists you can start and run businesses that also have specific mission types associated with them um, and that if you own a certain type of business uh, opens up via SecureServe um, certain types of missions that are extraordinarily lucrative that you can set up for just you and your crew it's, it's very crew focused but even if you're like me, who, some, you know one such as lonely as I who has no crew there's endless amounts of shit to do. All of the cool stuff and there's tons of cool stuff is fucking expensive now. It's like, it starts at 1.5 million dollars and goes up from there. And we're talking about things like um, this experience I had last week when I decided that I was going to play GTA 5 Online for this week's review. Don't worry, we'll go. I know Ivor. We'll go an hour and 15. So, I joined this mission on my cell phone, cause I, someone fucking opened it up. They open up this mission. I join it on my cell phone. It's me. I'm level, like, fucking 12. Everyone on this mission, there's like f- fucking three other people, um, are level, like, 120, level 8, and level, like, fucking 300. Something like that. Some I can't remember. Uh, Oh, by the way, uh, according to hearsay, there is no level cap for Grand Theft Auto Five online. I have no idea. All I know is that there we are. You know, I I joined the mission, and this mission was a cooperative mission, and we were. I can't remember exactly which mission it was because of what happened next. Uh oh yeah it was like uh it was like either the rescue the guy or kill the guy in the prison or it doesn't matter I don't even have a car at this point and I'm clueless too because it's been so long and they've added so many different missions it's it's unrecognizable from the Grand Theft Auto 5 online that I played on the Xbox One it is absolutely unrecognizable because you spend a lot more time on your businesses and a lot more time doing these just f- fucking match made missions uh, with people who, or, or you set them up yourself, it doesn't matter Um. but so there we are we're standing there, and well I'm standing there everyone else is running around and everyone gets a car before I do, and because I, I didn't have a car, and so I end up running towards the nearest radar blip from that still someone who hasn't like driven away from me in their car. Um, because like normally, like you know, for co-op missions, everyone like either pairs up or everyone gets their own vehicle and drives to the same thing, or like we split up into pairs or et cetera. The idea is that you get into someone else's car generally speaking and I was so super clueless and I was stoned as fuck so I go around the corner and there is this shitty fucking hatchback I mean a shitty piece of shit hatchback from like 1987 it is a chunk of shit but I don't have a car and there are no other cars on the street and homeboy in the car honks at me I hop in. Homeboy doesn't really seem to know how to drive. Knocks right into a wall. Whatever. Writes it. Writes himself. We're we're at the top of the Vinewood Hills, so the top of the Hollywood Hills, and we're going down these super insane streets. they like it's it's a like it's really really a straight down twisting vertical descent uh, through a densely populated area and I'm thinking oh my god we are you know I'm doomed whatever I don't know what the fuck I only had a pistol at that point in the game and not even on a straightaway but on a curve he hits this line in his mind and that's when the wheels fold up underneath us And we are actually in the fucking DeLorean from Back to the Future 2. And he flies us exactly to the mission. Drops us like a sack of hammers. Right there. I am in shock. The whole fucking thing. I am in shock. I'm in abject shock. It was, like, exactly how Marty McFly must have fucking felt in Back to the Future 2 when Doc shows up again. He's like, no, 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 Marty. It's your kids. It's your kids, Marty. And he gets in the car and it. You, no, we're gonna fly, Marty. I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe that this just fucking happened. We do the job. I do a bunch of other jobs with this guy. You make about, you know, something like 10 grand, 15 grand, 20 grand. Chump change. You have to do, like, 100 jobs to make a million dollars. And basically everything is a million dollars. And there's tons of everything. Like literally there's, uh, I'm going to say that there's 50 different cars that you can buy that are just like normal cars. They're all like 200 grand to fucking, you know, 3 million. Then there are secure server uh or there's there's military air military craft that you can buy including a terabyte which opens up Integrates with other properties that you've bought and opens up whole different classes of shit that you can do both inside of matchmaking and outside of ma- matchmaking. Running businesses, I have right now. I have a nightclub. I have a bike biker club, and I have a um, a corporate executive office. All of which I got, I I'm pretty sure for free, maybe with the exception of the nightclub, um, by getting the uh, Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack, the CESP. That thing also gives you a million dollars, and right now it'll give now through whenever they decide to stop doing this, it'll give you 1.5 million dollars, and you'll need that 0.5. what that means is it lets you start your own biker gang it lets you become a CEO of a major fucking place it also gives you a garage that holds 10 cars, it also gives you a free apartment which has a separate garage attached to it once you buy a nightclub though, which is one of the things oh, it also gives you access to a bunker like literally an apocalyptic bunker where you can manufacture uh weapons and upgrades, sell them or make them for yourself. Um and research them. It's and those things are things that happen outside of like cooperative or adversarial missions. They just happen on the main map. So like for instance, so I, I set up the nightclub really hardcore. I know we're gonna go an hour and 15 minutes, but this is worth it. This is not the right thing to do. What you need to do is you need to set up the biker gang with a cocaine lockup so you guys can start making cocaine and selling it, but that's a different story. These businesses function with or without you, more or less. They do require intervention, though, either for supplies because they can't manufacture the things that they're supposed to do um, without supplies and so that means either, uh, buying them, whole, you know, outright with money, which is fine it's not a big deal, cause it's like three you, you pull three missions, three jobs with anybody and you're gonna get, you know, fucking 45,000 you know you get 30 grand, 23 grand, something like that, you know, two hours go by and you, you've got enough money to resupply, or you can steal them, which means doing a mission yourself or with the members of your corporation or your gang. Which is also how you sell off stuff. This is fucking rad. This is how you get all the money in the world. However, unfortunately, because I don't have all the time in the world, I had to do the uh, criminal. Well, I didn't have to do it. You can do this on your own without, but this is like a perfect balancing thing between a $30 game that'll give you at least you know, it'll give you at least 40 hours of single player gameplay, especially if you've never played the game before, it, that is worth it but it also gives you access to the online stuff although, like most of it is not paylocked but it's it's, it's designed for people who've been there for 6 fucking years playing the game which is why the criminal enterprise starter pack is so great cuz you get a garage that seats 10 you get the the apartment which has another garage but that only seats one um you get the the biker clubhouse you get a corporate office you become you can become a CEO immediately and these things are how you get more money Anyone who's listened to my fucking comprehensive review of uh, I, I that's in quotes quote comprehensive review unquote and then in parentheses also known as insane deranged but very accurate and I stand by it rant review I mean review not rant about um Day X Mankind Divided from last year knows that I hate microtransactions and I hate payware that's hidden it kills me to say this but this game is not although like yes you will have to spend more money if you don't want to just grind like a motherfucker for the rest of your life which is okay and it's just as fun either way by the way it's just different things it's playing on different levels of the game you can do that, and you can join other people's biker club gangs, and you can do and share in the profits of all of this stuff, or like, you know, the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, without having to purchase anything beyond the $29.99 base price I heartily recommend that you get the Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack um... So I would say that I, I I hardly recommend that if you have any uh, illusions of playing GTA Five online, spend the sixty bucks. I know it's double, it's almost double the price, but actually it is double the price. But it is so it puts you so far ahead of the game. Then you can spend all some of that giant chunk of change. You won't be able to buy weapons or anything like that, but you will be able to buy like a nightclub or pimp out a business. Now, what I did, I I bought two things eventually because I fucked up uh, the things that I bought with my criminal original cr- criminal enterprise starter pack. Um, I didn't realize that the cocaine lockup was the best thing to do and so I pimped out my nightclub which is rad and (laughs) I mean it's super rad like wait until you see the shit that you can do everything costs a lot of money though if you want to improve any of these properties make them deal out more cash um, and all of them require care and feeding but the Karen Feeding is very simple. It's just based on geography. You have to get there. then you, like, So for the nightclub, you can do these uh, promotion missions, which make your nightclub more popular for a limited amount of time. Every day, the popularity drains, for instance in the case of the bunker and the manufacturing stuff anything where you know that requires manufacturing they require supplies to also be able to churn out the the stuff then you need a warehouse to actually store the stuff and then if you want to move the stuff you actually have to sell the stuff meaning like it's a mission to sell the stuff which is kind of cool and these are basically focused, depending on depending on the type of business, basically focused on having a club it, I was shocked to discover that my old crew tag was still active on Rockstar Social Club MST3 that would be Mystery Science Theater 3000 there was no room for a K all the members are gone now But I can hire anyone. I can add anyone to me. Having the garage is absolutely essential. The 10 car garage. It also gives you a bunch of free vehicles. If you're okay without any of this shit, if you just want to play Grand Theft Auto with other people, put together scores, and rely on their beneficence, to cut you in on stuff become members faithful members loyal members of other people's clubs, corporations and etc then everyone helps with the resupply everyone helps with the selling meaning that like you know because every person can only carry one unit of whatever it is that is being sold So, like when I, I had a counterfeit cash operation which was a bad mistake, don't do that one um what I'm trying to say is there's lots of nuances in this. Beyond that, at any time you if you if you get an invite or like you see an alert that someone is hosting something, you press up on the D-pad, you open up your cell phone, you press A immediately. That's the center icon, the contacts, and any invites or any open events that are happening right now that are being hosted by anyone you know depending on whether or not they if you're if you're eligible for it they'll all be there you just press a again and you're you've joined it and if they leave or if like they leave like while you're joining it or whatever well which is theoretically impossible but whatever then you host it then afterwards everyone gets to vote on what the next event is uh, unless it's, you know prescribed and the same host has been there throughout because like I did a sumo which is kind of like um, kind of like Trondus of Death meets uh, vehicular combat meets uh, what was the name of that fucking sport that was in Minecraft where portions of the floor disappeared it could also be destroyed and the, ah, I can't remember the name of it fuck, anyway It's a cross between those things. We're talking like this game will support 16 players inside of one mission if the mission will support 16 players. I will leave you with this concluding thought. Well, two concluding thoughts because this is a review and it kills me. It kills me that I have to say this. Grand Theft Auto 5 with the premium online edition so it's 60 bucks all told it'll probably be more like 80 bucks cuz you will probably misspend your first million actually gets our highest possible award that we're able to inflict upon the world it is worth full price every price all day every day etc and this kills me because last week we had to say that Shadow Warrior 2 is not worth full price all day every day blah the amount of replayability that you get for Grand Theft Auto 5 premium online edition however you want to slice it however even if you only spend the 30 bucks that's the other thing it's like the $30 version which just includes the normal game, and you can play online, but you have no money. You have to start from, like, a jobber from the ground up. Even that is absolutely worth $30. If you've never played the game before, it will blow your mind. Um, but with the online content, it is out of control. Like, whether you're in a mission or outside of a mission, you're still in, not only do you feel like it, but you are obviously still in a very big fucking pond of other motherfucking people. For instance, I was doing this nightclub mission where I had to gather the nightclub personnel to set up the nightclub. This is not a team based mission. This is just a you mission. You have to set up your own fucking nightclub. And so I got the car and I, I'm going around and I'm picking up all these people. And the next to last person is on the beach, Vespucci, Vespucci Beach. And it's raining, and I see like a huge group of people, and it's a tailgate kind of thing. I drive up to them, you know. There's a the big con, uh, the big circle, big glowing circle thing. It's like, oh, come here, and you know, honk, and they'll come. At that moment, I realized that all of the sirens that I've been hearing weren't just like fucking, you know, noise effects. They were all coming here. And I look up through the windshield. I was playing first person. I don't I don't see anything, but I do realize on the radar there are there are these three blips. They're like right above me, more or less. They're kind of like a hornet's nest. They're kind of like circling each other or something. I get out of the car and I, I'm looking up and That's when the cops arrive and all the cops arrive. Evidently three guys were having a fucking air war with each other outside of a mission. Both of them uh, the two main guys were in police choppers with full crews inside of them. So they had guys on the door guns and shit. They're trying to kill each other, trying to kill me. Each one of them must have had five fucking stars. A third fucking cop, uh, uh, helicopter, military helicopter, is firing missiles, and that's when the beach begins to explode all around me. All the cops are now, all of them had to have had five stars. All of the cops in the world, literally fucking 30 goddamn cops, are there now. I was murdered very very rapidly after that um just cuz of the rockets it's horrifying that happened completely randomly it was totally non-scripted you will be doing stuff for your businesses where everyone else will be able to see you on like plotted on the radar Like if you're collecting if you're stealing supplies or whatever or if you're selling shit you have 30 seconds then you become visible on the radar to everyone and you become a target. Many times you will be driving from one place to another and the distances are great and they are excellent. Mm. And an event will start like a literal server-wide event ah, yes, now it's time for the high-speed challenge whoever can drive this will begin in you know, there's a counter now all of a sudden at the bottom of your screen, it doesn't matter if you participate in it or not it's still there, this is a, a thing that like, happens randomly get the fastest car that you can find and then when the challenge starts generally they're like, I don't know the server just starts these you don't start them, no player starts them I don't think but the person in the fastest car who can maintain the fastest speed in a ground vehicle the top three win uh, cash and uh, reputation points everyone else doesn't and then there's like, you know, once the event begins it's not like you have to go anywhere or do anything or change anything that you're doing But this shit just happens all the time. Same thing as like people creating missions that are like super fun that you want to play. It's like you're doing something for like your business or whatever. This is why I say that like having a business in this game is much more rewarding than not having it. But I have to say that this this game is really incredible. The online portion of it, it's not as densely populated as it used to be. Um, and there are multiple servers, so it depends. You know, you might, your mileage may vary. So I would say, you know, just get the normal, you know, $29.99 game, 30 bucks. Beat the game and then jump on the online stuff and see how you like it. And then maybe get the uh, criminal expansion, criminal enterprise expansion starter pack. Uh, and then, you know, maybe you might need more than one if you're like me but unlike Day X, Mankind Divided none of this stuff is hidden yes, the the the, the buy tree for stuff is complicated, but there is no substitute in Grand Theft Auto 5 either online or offline um, and you can't bring your offline characters onto the online game, you have to create a character um, and you have to start from nothing but there is no way to replace actually getting the reputation points from pulling jobs with other people or killing other people or like you know on the street or whatever or just um rocking it on sumo or destroying people on races or whatever. Now, you'll be at a significant disadvantage in some of these respects, but you're still learning the fucking game, and I've spent at least fifteen fucking hours now over this week in Grand Theft Auto Five Online. I've spent forty bucks because I really want to say the Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack for me was twenty two dollars. I spent forty two dollars to buy two and a half, well, three million, well, no, two and a half million dollars worth of Grand Theft Auto money. Which just simplified everything, because now like I'm on an even keel. Any, that's what I'm trying to say is like, unlike other games where it's like, oh yeah, it's been around for six years, it's online, and you jump in, and it's either you can't play with anyone like in uh, Borderlands 2. Do you remember Borderlands 2? The online mode It'd be like, oh, you jump into a mission, and everyone is like level one thousand, you're like you have nothing, and the mission's over. That shit does happen in Grand Theft Auto five, but it doesn't happen Well, it's all a game of chance really, how often that sort of stuff happens, but I will tell you this, even if you don't buy anything you will be able to participate in missions that are way exceed um, blah, and you have to because that's what gives you reputation points, and that's what determines your actual character level. Then on top of that, there's all of the actual character attributes, attributes, like how well can you shoot, how well can you drive. Those are determined in the Skyrim uh style. You know, the more you use it, the better you get. Um, the more you run on foot, the, you know, faster you get on foot. Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Same thing with driving etc this all adds up to just like an endlessly fun I mean it's really impressive it actually really is impressive and beyond that then you have the businesses so once you get the money together you can actually become like a motorcycle club president or CEO um or nightcl <clears throat> you know nightclub owner or whatever but really motorcycle Present, if especially if you're not going to, you know, just buy your way into it. Um, Absolutely, motorcycle. You want to get a clubhouse. That's what I'm trying to say. Because then you can open up a meth lab. You can open up a fucking cocaine locker. You can open up a fucking. you, You do a lot of. You can run a lot of businesses through the the clubhouse. Um, but then you have like all these options, and then you can assign members of your crew, other players, to roles inside of the biker gang then you guys can all do the biker gang missions together that like you know are required to run whatever businesses you know blah then you guys pull down massive amounts of money together um blah although solo it's still possible to theoretically um it's still possible to pull down around over uh half a million per hour um, which is really all you need because, I mean, that's a lot of money and there's not infinite stuff in the game, but that's just to buy the cars that you want and to upgrade the weapon systems that you you want and to buy the properties that you want and the garages that you want and the right locations that you want so you can fucking chip you can steal and chip cars and fucking have them stored in your garage or buy them off of uh, your cell phone and have them del- aircraft all sorts of shit, it all runs off of money, so I mean, you can make it at 20 grand per every 7 minutes well, more like 15 grand every 7 minutes or 20 minutes, although there is a possibility it'll go on for 30 minutes or you could just fucking set up a business this is a lot of game of course it is online and it runs fantastically, by the way, over Proton my mid-18.3 box runs fucking fantastically biggest problems, uh, I can't alt-tab out of the game once I've started it, otherwise uh, it fucks up my controls really badly, which is really weird um, which makes streaming it kind of difficult um, but this is not the same kind of dishonest payware microtransaction payware kind of bullshit that you saw with like a Day X, Mankind Divided this is like upfront in your face it's 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 like they might as well put a sign on it that says it's been six years, everyone has a million dollars at least they have like fucking hundreds of millions of dollars, you're gonna need a million bucks to get on anywhere near even Ke. Keel- even footing with these guys, and even then you still you still have to actually grind out the missions, which is great, it means that you have to fucking play with other people they are non-sequential, they are I mean, you could do whatever the fuck you want, too generally speaking, uh if it's a race, the cars are provided, generally speaking uh, actually, you know what that's not true well, yeah, it, it's true for sumo, and sumo's a great way to make fucking I you know everyone sucks at sumo. um so yeah, it gets our full price every price every day, all day of the week. and we'll see how long uh it lasts online. Um, they still keep adding stuff and they push updates to it. um oh and by the way, it has a mission editor in it too that you can create your own missions, save them, and publish them to the community inside the game does require registering with the Rockstar Social Club um so if you're uncomfortable with that then online's not for you and if that's the case then I do not recommend this game but even just the $30 normal Grand Theft Auto 5 I bought this game for a bunch of people too and I got it like I want to say $10 off of that but whatever I'd say it's worth full price every price all day every day and that is coming from someone who has hated this entire not just the franchise but the company uh, since Grand Theft Auto San Andreas so for a long long time it is that good it's my humble opinion on it I will see you next week day after Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving everybody and uh, be sure to check out the Leonid meteor shower uh, tomorrow morning um, and that'll, that, yeah, uh. Yeah. There you go. That'll do us. Sign us off, Ivor. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. Boy, oh, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight Hi. in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, maybe e. Farmer. Maybe, maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm going to try. Four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to see it only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy, yaddy, oh, the four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy, yaddy. The oh, four or five times. Met Damon... There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. It's fucking ponderous man ponderous fucking ponderous it only runs on linux it's not a problem you alienated part of america i alienated crazy people i like it very much it is i Far. farm you're becoming hysterical i'm here i'm there i'm fucking everywhere i'm the egg man